Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Appendix 2. First Pastoral Letter, 1919, Georgis Matulevicius, by the grace of God and of the Holy See, Bishop of Vilnius. Praise be Jesus Christ. Dear Catholics of Vilnius, my duty as shepherd compels me to say a few heartfelt words to you about the events of the last several days. Without question, you are being wrongfully deprived of your rights. You have the right to demand freedom of speech, of the press, of holding public meetings and belonging to whatever associations you choose. You, the workers, have the right to organize, to demand and try to obtain by fighting for those social conditions in which you can live as human beings and as Christians. You also have the right to ask for the help of those persons you consider suitable and trustworthy. As Catholics, you have the right to demand freedom of conscience, that your convictions and your faith be respected, that your churches and not be desecrated and profaned. You have the right and the duty to demand that your children be educated according to the principles of the Catholic faith and that religious instruction not be banned in the schools. You have both the right and the duty to defend your church. It is very true that in the past, during times of persecution and oppression in our country, when our churches were closed and confiscated, when priests were imprisoned or exiled to Siberia, you Catholics were always faithful to the teaching of Christ and bravely defended it. Therefore, I commend you, our Catholic, faithful Catholic people. I trust in the Lord that in this difficult time, you will also bravely adhere to your faith and will be faithful. However, in fighting for your rights and convictions, remember that you must do this under the guidance of the Spirit of Christ. But be brave. I have conquered the world. That's from John chapter 16, verse 33. Says Jesus Christ. How has he done so? With what weapons? This is how. By the power of his love, of his spirit, his sacrifice, his passion and death, and by the power of his love. Those weapons of Christ must be your defense as well. Make sure that no one causes you to lose your patience. Do not let yourselves be provoked. Be careful not to let anyone press you into acting in a manner that is not fitting for a Christian and a Catholic. Do not forget you are the heirs of those Christians who, during the early centuries of Christendom, when great persecutions were raging, often had to shed their own blood, but never shed that of others. Unable to profess their beliefs openly, they went underground into the catacombs. They were exiled from their homeland, condemned to hard labor, thrown to wild animals, but they never used inappropriate weapons against their persecutors. Yet their faithfulness raised the standard of the cross by the power of their patience and love. And you, too, must move forward courageously, fighting for a better and a happier future, clad in the armor of unity and solidarity, armed with faith and love. God will help you to bear everything and to overcome. 
Wherever you can, be diligent in your struggle against evil, opposing it with that which is just and good, as Holy Scripture bids us. Be on your guard to avoid scandals that are being spread among the people. Defend yourselves against them, but be compassionate toward those who have strayed and do not stop loving them. Respect one another. Do not stop doing good to one another. Each one of you must continue to keep peace and tranquility in your heart. Each one must try to be reconciled with the other, directing him toward peace. Everyone must be diligent to do whatever promotes peace among the citizens so that you will have a part in Christ's blessing. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. Having urged the Catholic people to do everything to keep the peace, with a sincere request, I also address those who are not Christians and those who hold opposing views. Respect our religious convictions, our holy places. Allow us freedom of religion, freedom for our church, our organizations, our Catholic activities. Try to influence those of your faith and convictions to contribute toward the peace of the entire community, toward a harmonious life together. All the citizens should take note of the importance of this moment in history, of the growing difficulty of current living conditions with rising prices and the threat of starvation. Leaving aside our differences, we must work together for the good of all, and especially to hasten to help the poorest of the poor who are in danger of dying of starvation. May truth and justice Real love and peace reign in your hearts, in your families, in our city, and in the entire country. Given in Vilnius, February 16, 1919. Blessed George's first pastoral letter was written in 1919. The translator noted that Blessed George was uh, using a polonized, polonized form of his name, First of all, they use Jorgis, which is the Lithuanian for George. And then he was born Matulaitis, his last name. And when he was in Poland studying, uh, he was using Matulevich, which is a Polish form of Matulaitis. Then in Vilnius, later in his life, he used Matulevichus, which is a Polonized form of um, his last name as well. The context of this letter is that early in February of 1919, the Bolsheviks had closed down all non-communist newspapers and forbidden public meetings. Uh, from February 9th through the 12th, a siege of the Church of St. Casimir occurred while Father Friedrich uh, Muckermann, a uh, German Jesuit, was inside. The people were trying to protect him from being exiled. The siege ended with the arrest of Father Muckerman, the founder of St. Casimir's Christian Workers' League. Blessed George here wants to encourage the people who are being deprived of their rights. He is using the social teachings of the Church to encourage them in this letter. He praises the Catholics for their faithfulness in the past in the face of persecution, and he encourages them to remain faithful once again. But he calls on them to be led by the Holy Spirit in fighting for their rights and not a type of bitter zeal which does not come from God. Jesus conquered the world with the cross, 
with the power of the Holy Spirit. Blessed George reminds them of the example of the early Christian martyrs. He wants to avoid riots and violence. He calls them to the virtues. Uh, he wants to encourage them and strengthen their faith, but in a balanced way. When emotions are high, riots and violence can be easy tools of the devil to destroy people and cities. Blessed George also addresses the non-Christians in his letter. He's probably thinking of the Bolsheviks and the Jewish people. Um, he asks them to respect the Christians and their churches. He calls all to a solidarity, a unity, in the face of the threat of starvation. It's a beautiful letter, it's very well written, and we can see the spirit of Christ in Blessed George. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.